0: Edith, let's ease up on the cursing a bit. This is a family-friendly show.
1: Sorry, sorry, bad habit I picked up at the track. I'll clean it up. Everything's tickety-boo over
2: here. And, Sophia, please stop staring into the camera and licking your lips. We've had a complaint from one of the camera operators that it's making him uncomfortable, and I imagine the audience will feel the same way.
3: Sorry, love. I don't even realise I'm doing it. Rather hard to put a lid on all of this, babes. Don't give me the ump. You're lucky I haven't shown off my vajazzle yet.
2: Right. Well, let's try putting some of that love into your food instead.
4: Oh, good. You waited for me. Help has arrived. Mark,
0: welcome. Everyone, this is Mark Sampson from Cinebuzz HQ in the States. He's here to observe the magic we're making. I know all of you will make him feel right at home.
4: No. I'm actually here to save your asses. You're knee-deep in overages. The promos you sent look awful. I mean, who let Bert wear green? And the tape I've seen so far is dull, dull, dull. You there, the sexy one.
5: Oh, you mean me, laddie?
4: Oh, God, no. Not you. Her.
3: You mean me, babes? American geezers love me.
4: Don't listen to Casey, okay? You let your tongue do whatever feels right. And if you want to lean over a bit while you're stirring a dish and push the girls together, well, don't let her prudishness stop you. You're great TV. Now let's get started. Are we ready to roll? Well, uh, what now?
0: Bert's locked himself in his dressing room and is refusing to come to set.
4: I was just about to go and deal with it. I'll handle this. Where's your PA, Mike? Uh, just there. <clears throat> Bert Baker, get your ass to set this minute, or I swear to God I'll release your news. Yeah, that's right. The ones from Trumpet are
6: Here I am, morning, everyone. Have no fear, Bert's here.
4: You see? How easy was that? Casey, I knew sending you here alone was a huge mistake. I should have handled this myself from the get-go. Excuse me? It's not your fault. You're just too green. I should have known you'd mess this up.
2: Mark, should we maybe discuss this privately?
4: Oh, Oh, you'd love that, wouldn't you? No need. I said what I need to say. Now let's get rolling. Absolutely.
2: No. No. You don't get to do this. You gave me two weeks to get this show together, and we did it against all odds.
4: See, this is what you do. You make things into a bigger deal than they are. This is a cushy job. It should be easy.
2: I am proud of the show we're making. It has heart.
4: (laughs) Heart? Heart doesn't make good TV.
7: Drama and sex make good TV.
2: It's a cooking show, Mark, not Skinamax.
7: All due respect, sir, but Casey's the only person around here who actually knows what she's doing. Who the hell are you? I'm Rami, the culinary
4: producer. Well, if you're employed on this show, then I'm the one who signs your paycheck, so I suggest you mind your own
7: business. You've made this my business since you're yelling at Casey in the middle of the set when, from what I've seen, this show would have never gotten off the ground without her. Oliver, get this guy out of my face. And let's
4: get rolling before we waste any more time.
7: Rami, mate. It's fine. I'm going.
4: Now, if there are no more interruptions, maybe we can actually make some television today. Bert and Bertie. Places, please.
1: I'd just like to point out that I've been ready this whole time.
4: Suck up. Yes, Bertie. Gold star for doing the bare minimum. Bert, why are you so sweaty? Can we get makeup to set and a new shirt for Bert? Nobody go anywhere. We're rolling in five. No matter what. Bertie.
1: When we come back, we'll be tasting the amazing pub grub our chefs cooked up for us. You won't want to miss that. And cut. Can someone get me some bloody ice? There was so much hot oil flying around the set, I could have been blinded.
4: Birdie, you were a true pro out there.
8: Can someone get her some ice? Now, please? Birdie, my darling cuddle bunny, are you hurt?
1: Oh, my little tinker-doodle. It was horrible. I was quite sure that was the end for
8: me. Bit dramatic, eh, Bird? You mustn't speak to her like that. Stop diminishing her feelings. It's just like you said, Birdie. But I see you, darling. I see you. Who is this guy? Do you work here? Connor, babe, really not a good time. The love of my life almost died. Today I've learned that our time is precious. We don't know how much more of it we get. Oh, Lord. If I could please have your attention, everyone. I have an announcement. Birdie, my love, in front of God and country, I have something I need to ask you. Oh, Connor, you romantic fool. The fortnight that we've been together has been the best of my life. And you may have been my first, well, you know, in the bedroom or, um, handicapped loo, as the case may be. But I want you to be my only... Bertie Baker, I love you. Will you make me the happiest man on earth and marry me?
6: (gasps) Marry you? She's already married to me!
8: Okay, let me just do that last bit over. Bertie Baker, will you make me the happiest man on earth and divorce your shite husband, then marry me? I haven't got a ring yet, but I made this promise ring out of gaffer tape as a symbol of my love and affection.
1: Oh. Oh, Connor, that ring is truly hideous. But you're a sweet boy, and someday you're going to make another woman very happy.
8: Wait, what do you mean?
1: Maybe we should talk about this later. Meet me in our spot after we're done filming. I'll wait for you forever. I'm yours.
0: Connor's going to perish in the handicapped bathroom waiting for her to come. What a way to go.
2: No, stop making fun of him. We're all idiots at 19. Yes,
0: but we didn't all chase after a married woman old enough to be our grandmother. Hats
4: off to Birdie, though. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly what I'm talking about This set is a three ring circus I mean you're lucky I'm here People let's get back to work I want us reset and ready to go in 15 Let's go
2: Casey where are you going? I just need a minute Are you okay? Of course I'm not okay Have you been paying attention to anything happening today? Are you still upset about this morning?
0: Right Let's find somewhere quiet And have a chat Please stop pacing. You're making me anxious.
2: Do you want to tell me what's wrong? I can't believe you even have to ask. How could you watch Mark lay into me like that this morning, especially knowing our history, and say nothing? You know this show was a mess before I got here.
0: I seem to remember that my ass was on the chopping block too. Do
2: you care about me at all?
0: Of course I care about you, Casey. But after you leave in three weeks, I need to make sure I still have a job. So... This is just a fling for you? Look, Casey, I really like hanging out with you. But, well, how could it be anything serious? You're about to leave.
2: Then why did you even start this in the first place?
0: Me? You were the one who came flying in here and asked me on a date.
2: Only because you sent me those cookies and said you were crazy about me. Cookies? What on earth are you on about? You sent me Ben's cookies with a card that said I'm crazy about you. Didn't you?
0: Casey, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid there's been a misunderstanding. Those weren't from me.
2: What? Well, then why did you take credit for them?
0: I did no such thing.
2: You called me and said, did you get them, like they were from you? Casey, I was asking you about the
0: promos. I emailed you rough cuts that morning, and I wanted to know if you'd watched them yet.
2: Oh, my God. Wait. So they really weren't from you.
0: I'm sorry, but no.
2: Okay, then why did you say yes when I asked you on a date?
0: Well, we do get along quite well. You're fit, I'm fit. You'd been going on all those horrible dates, and I'd just been dumped. And frankly, we are both due for a bit of a rebound. It's not every day an absolutely stunning woman asks me out on a date. I'd be mad to say no.
2: I can't... I mean, I... But, but the thing is... I...
0: I'm really sorry, Casey? We did have a bit of fun, though, didn't we?
2: So, are we calling it? If you want to.
4: Oliver and Casey descend. Where the hell did you two get off to?
2: Look,
0: it's all up to you. But you don't need to decide anything right now. Let's just focus on the task at hand. I can cover for you out there if you need a minute.
2: Okay, How did I make such a mess of this? I manifested an entire relationship out of thin air and, surprise, surprise, now the whole house of cards is crashing down. Not that this is anything new, just another man who doesn't reciprocate my feelings. I came to London to escape the disaster of my love life, and somehow I've managed to make the exact same mistake all over again.
4: KC, finally. Is your bathroom situation squared away now? Skip the scones next time. They'll block you up for days.
2: I... Yes, everything's fine.
4: I'm sorry. I panicked. Quiet on set. Pop Cuisine, episode four. Judging, take one. Rolling. And we're back and ready to taste all this scrummy
6: pub grub our final three chefs cooked for us and find out who will be competing in the season finale next week.
1: Now, Nanny Edith and Sophia both got five extra minutes on the clock. Let's see if it paid off for them and earns them the win.
6: This one never lets me go to the pub, so
1: I'm quite keen for this challenge. Well, the last time you went to the pub, you came home three days later covered in glitter and skunk scent.
4: Just keep going. We'll cut around that in post.
1: Nanny Edith, let's start with you. Tell us what you have for us today. Right, then. I thought now was the time to break out one of my famous pies. They've always been lucky for me. So, I cooked the bangers and the mushy peas for the lager for the filling, and then I added the crisp to the crust for some extra crunch. It looks delicious. Uh,
2: Nanny Edith, please don't feed Bert. Let him use his own fork. Bert!
1: Oh, sorry, it's habit from having the wee ones around. I've 12 grandkids, and they all just love Nanny's
6: pies. Oh, my, this may be the best meat pie I've ever had. Birdie, have a taste.
8: Hmm,
1: a bit heavy for my taste, but I suppose it's quite good, if you're the type to go in for a flaky, buttery crust.
6: Now, let's head over to Tom. Tom, mate, what do you have for us? I think I know what this is. Looks like a scotch egg. Ugh,
1: Tom, you plonker. Should have made a scotch egg, idiot. Right then. So, not a scotch egg. So what resides inside your spherical creation?
0: It's my take on an arancini. I used bangers and mushy peas along with the parmesan cheese for the filling. And then used the lager to batter these little devils and coated them in crisps. Can't say they'll be good for your waistline, but they are sinfully good.
1: Just like me. My goodness, Tom, this is absolute heaven. I have half a mind to eat this whole thing here and now.
6: All right, then. Save some for me. Oh, bollocks. That's good. Now, let's head over to Sophia.
1: Well, this seems like a rather literal take on the ingredients. Um, did you run out of time, love? No, I
3: just couldn't bear to desecrate a sausage. Do you know what I mean? So, I spent a good bit of time massaging it with oil, then lovingly basting it with lager until it almost burst. But I made it wait. Then I smothered it with a mushy pea pesto and sprinkled it with crisps for the finish.
6: Exactly how I'd want my sausage treated. Let's see how it tastes.
1: Well, Bert, it tastes about how you'd expect. A little sorty, but not altogether unpleasant. Smaller than I was given to believe, too. Chefs, please
6: excuse us while we discuss our decision. It's got to be Nanny Edith, hadn't it? You're just favouring her because you fancy her. Edith? She's 80. That hasn't stopped you before. All right, all right. Have it your way, then.
1: Chefs, you haven't made it easy, but we've come to our decision. Tonight's winner is Tom. Are you
0: serious? You're putting me on. Did I really win then?
6: Believe it, Tom, you are today's champion. Toss me another of your delicious balls. Bert,
0: you scoundrel. What?
6: What? Congrats, Tom.
1: But unfortunately, that means that we have some devastating news for one of our ladies. This old trout doesn't know her bats from her rump. I was making pies
6: when you were still in nappies, you idiot. Unfortunately, Sophia, we'll be saying goodbye to you tonight. Your take on our ingredients was just a little too on the nose. Very satisfying, though. You're all just
3: mugging me off then, Yeah. At the end of the day, I think this whole thing's actually been rigged since the start. Well then, that's just fine, babes. I've had me five minutes and I'll make it to Smash Island once this airs. You better believe. I'm off then. This is Bromley by Bow Station. This is a District Line
7: train to Ealing Broadway. The next stop
2: is Bow Road. Casey, is that you? Oh, hi, Rami. I, I didn't see you on the platform.
7: Get for a seat. Might be a bit sticky, but I think that's part of the course on the tube.
2: <laughs> sure, thanks.
7: I tried to find you at the break, wanted to see if you were alright after this morning. Thanks.
2: That's sweet of you. I, uh,. I'm fine. Or, I will be once
7: Mark's gone. Well, look, we don't have to talk about it, but I just wanted to say, that was... Well, pardon my language, but it was totally fucked how he treated you in front of the crew. Totally fucked, right? I mean, that guy is clearly an absolute twat. I'm shocked that Oliver didn't say anything on your behalf. I didn't want to throw him under the bus because it's not my place. But before you came on board, the show was a complete mess. Oliver obviously has no clue what he's doing when it comes to a food show.
2: Thank you for saying that. I was starting to think that I experienced a completely different version of events from everyone else this morning.
7: I hope I wasn't too harsh just now. I know you and Oliver are... You know, whatever you are.
2: Actually, I think we broke up this afternoon.
7: Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, Casey.
2: Well, it is what it is.
7: For what it's worth... He's an idiot, if you didn't see how wonderful you are.
2: Oh, thanks, Rami. But it wasn't that. It's just, uh,
7: complicated. Right, of course. I'll mind my own business. But I'm here, if you ever want to talk.
2: Actually, if you don't mind, I could stand to vent a little. My God, what a week it's been.
5: This is Milan Station. Change here for the Circle Line and Central Line. This is a District Line train to Ealing Broadway.
7: The next stop is Stephanie Green. Right, this is me. Sorry, what were you saying?
2: Oh, nothing important. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Rami. Whoa, what's up with you? I haven't seen you this pissed since Izzy shaved your American girl doll's head when we were kids. I told you, Felicity was in an exploratory phase. Are you really trying to tell me that the horse girl wasn't at least a little bi-curious? So, it's wine o'clock, I take it. Are we still going to dinner? Yep, I just need a minute. It's been a freaking day. What happened? Well, let's see. For starters, Mark showed up and we got into a huge fight on set in front of everyone. Then Oliver and I ended things. It's been a super fun day. (sighs) Ugh, sweetie. Like we didn't see this coming. Sarah! Ignore her, Casey. I thought things were going so well between you two. Well, now they're not. He lied about the cookies. Or, he, he didn't lie exactly, but, uh... Cookies? What cookies? You broke up because of Cookies? When we first got together, he sent me these cookies that I wanted to try, or I thought he sent them to me, but he didn't, and the whole thing was just a giant misunderstanding. You were dating him because he brought you a cookie? What is this, kindergarten? No, not just because of that. We got along so well, and we had so much fun working together, and then I got the cookies, and I was thinking about what the stupid psychic said, and it just seemed like this giant sign from the universe. Wait, so who did send you the cookies? I don't actually know. Maybe they were from Mom and Dad? As a congratulations on the show? No way. The card's said something romantic. Oh, wait, uh, I have it here somewhere. It's on. Uh, here. It says, I'm an idiot for not saying it sooner, but I'm crazy about you. Okay, so not mom and dad. Oh, what about one of your awful dates? Maybe they didn't think it was so awful. Oh, definitely not. I never heard from any of them again, so I think the feeling was mutual. Wait. <gasps> That was the Monday after I went sightseeing with Rami. Who's Rami? The sexy chef, Sarah up. Oh, oh my God. I've been terrible to him. (gasps) And he sent the cookies. How does he not hate me? Well, probably because like he said in the card, he's crazy about you. Uh, you're on your own for dinner. I'll meet you at the restaurant if I can. I I I have to find him. Go get him, sis. Is that her credit card? dinner is definitely on her. Rupert,
8: no. Hang on, I'm coming.
7: Casey! Well, oh, this is a surprise. Is everything okay?
8: It's just,
2: um, is now a bad time?
7: No, not at all. It's fine. Come in. Don't mind Rupert. He's blind as a bat and very excitable in his old age. I was pretty thrilled with you, though. When you knocked, I was distracted. He got an entire chicken thigh off me. Didn't you, old boy?
2: Hey, buddy. Look at those ears.
7: He trips on them constantly. Can I get you something to drink? I just opened the bottle of Cabernet, actually, if you'd like some.
2: That would be great. But all liquid courage couldn't hurt.
7: So how did you know where I lived?
2: Uh, we have your address on file for the show. Gross abuse of power, oh. I know.
7: <laughs> well, I would have told you if you asked.
2: I'm sorry, I just, um, I needed to talk to you in person.
7: Here you go. Uh, do you want to sit? Or I was making tandoori chicken if you're hungry.
2: Thank you, but uh, no, I'm, I'm fine. Go to bed. Oh, uh...
7: Oh, no, no, not you. I, mean, I meant Rupert. <laughs> sorry, I just, I don't trust him not to sneak around in the kitchen while I'm distracted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, tell me, what did you want to talk about?
2: Well, I realized that I owe you an apology.
7: Me? <laughs> what for?
2: I have been so awful to you. I finally figured out that you sent me the cookies, but I didn't know that until, well, literally just now. And you've had to watch me and Oliver sneak around set and on the tube just now. I mean, you listen listened to all of my relationship woes. I just, ugh. I have been such a jerk, and you probably think I am the worst person in the world. I, I just, ugh, I just wish I would have known, because things could have been so different.
7: Wow. (laughs) That was... a lot. For what it's worth, I don't think you're awful. You don't? No. Of course not. I just figured you didn't return my feelings, and that's alright. We're adults, I can take it. No, no, that's just it.
2: It was a misunderstanding. I thought they were from Oliver. Could we... start over, maybe?
7: (sighs) Casey. There are truly no hard feelings. But there's also no undo button here. I don't want to be with someone that needs to be convinced.
2: Rami, I I don't need convincing. I had the best time with you on our day out.
7: (laughs) Right, me too, but... Then you chose to be with Oliver. Really, Casey, it's okay. There's no need for you to apologize. But if I can also be honest with you, I'm looking for something real. I've done the casual thing, and I don't want to invest my time in something that has no potential.
2: You think this has no potential?
7: Well, aren't you leaving in a few weeks? Yeah. And honestly, even if you want, I don't think this culinary producing thing is for me. I'm just not fit to work with all these TV types. I've had an offer from my mentor. He's opening a new restaurant in Barcelona and he needs a sous chef. So I think I'm going to take it.
2: So uh, we're both leaving. You really don't think there's any way for us to just try and...
7: I'm sorry, Casey. Really, I just don't think it's meant to be. Well, um, I should go. No, hang on. I Don't rush off upset. I I didn't mean to hurt your feelings.
2: No, no, uh, I'm fine. Totally fine. But, um, you know, I'm late to dinner with my sisters. It's their last night in London, so, you know, I, uh, I should go. Um, I'll see you at work, I guess.
5: rom Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was also produced by Skylar Samuels and Mayank Bater. We had production help from Samantha Reed, and Alison Castonguay is our editor. Sound design by Daniel Brunel and Shane Hendrickson. Mix and theme song by Daniel Brunel. Our casting director is Mayank Bataire. Showmance was produced in partnership with Pod People. In this episode of Showmance, Casey is played by Skylar Samuels. Oliver is played by Jack Turner. Rami is played by Elliot Knight. Nanny Edith is played by Jackie malor Gwynne. Sophia is played by Verity Van Dam's. Mark is played by Thomas Cockerell. Bert is played by Alex Webb. Birdie is played by Claire Jacobs. Connor is played by Tana Calicut. Tom is played by Kevin Burton. Tube announcer is played by Charlotte Rothwell. Sarah is played by Katie Wee. Izzy is played by Emily Arlook. Excuse me? No, what?
2: sounded like I sneezed. What the fuck was that? Okay. Hold
7: on. I don't know. I'm Rami. What's your name? <laughs>
8: Never forget.
4: <laughs> oh, oh god no. Not her. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that's not it. that's not it. God no. <laughs>
2: Uh, things are definitely not okay. But they will be. Maybe. I don't know. If somebody's driving, listening to this, they are going to have to pull over. Because it's (laughs) going to be too much. Like, wait. Hold on. (laughs) Exactly.